0: Welcome to the Principles for Smart Living Show, where we talk about five things vitally important to smart living, which we call the Life Mastery Matrix. Those five things are faith, growth, excellence, contribution, and self-care. Faith constitutes your spiritual journey and your relationship with God. Growth is your attitude to keep learning and becoming a better person. Excellence is your approach to doing quality work in everything you put out into the world contribution is about the sharing of your gifts your talents to be a blessing to others and to unlock more of your god-given capacity and capabilities and self-care is you taking care of your body your mind and your spirit and also getting the quiet rest to refresh and renew yourself regularly hi i'm your host conrad l jones author and founder of purposeunleashed.com now let's get started If this is your first time joining me on the show, I want to say welcome and thanks for sharing your time with me. In the previous episode, we talked about five things that you are not as we discuss connecting with your true God-ordained identity. In today's episode, let's talk about God's miracle in you or three powerful things that God says about who you are so you can better connect with your identity in Christ Jesus and live your full potential. A story is told by Brent Williams about Jimmy, an orphan from a foster home, who is fishing by himself at the end of a pier one day. He's full of curiosity like most 10-year-olds, and he leans over the edge to look at an insect crawling next to him, and boom, he falls into the water. Unable to swim, he frantically splashes and he screams, trying to paddle to the pier. Just as he goes under and he bobs to the surface again, a strong arm reaches down and grabs him and sets him back on the pair. He is soaked to the skin and he's close to tears, but without the cocky attitude that allowed him to risk hanging over the edge. The rescuer firmly but gently pats him on the back, burping out the water that he has swallowed. He carries him to the showers, washes away the salt water, and then dried him off. He then drives him to the mall, buys him new clothes, and takes him home with him, introducing him to his father and his family. They feed this often a hot meal and invite him to live with them. This wonderful, loving provider and mentor, he goes on and he mentors the newly adopted boy in the family beliefs, and he makes him one of his heirs. He's delighted as the boy participates in the activities of this new family. Jimmy finally has found a family, a home, a father, and brothers to love him. He is secure in his new father's love, and he inherits everything that the father gives to all of his sons. You know, this story speaks to what it means to be rescued, accepted, adopted, loved, and made an heir to an inheritance. Not because the little boy worked for it or he earned it, not because he was qualified for it, but rather because all of it was a gift bestowed on him because the giver wanted to give it. All the boy had to do was trust in his rescuer and accept what he offered. The moment you and I trust in Christ, we are rescued from drowning in our sins. We are given a new chance at living life to the fullest. We are clothed in the righteousness of God and we are made brand new. We are invited to join the family of God and participate in the family activities. We are fed, we're taken care of, Our needs are met. We're made heirs to a great and valuable inheritance that God wants to give all of his children. And we can reconnect with our real identity as sons and heirs, an identity which can only be found in Christ. All of this is God's gift to you and me. We didn't have to work to earn it. We didn't have to pass any tests to qualify for it. All we had to do was believe and trust in Jesus Christ, our rescuer. And he took care of everything else. Now, isn't that wonderful? The little boy was no longer an orphan. He was no longer alone because his rescuer adopted him into his family. The father changed his identity from orphan to son. In the same way, when we trust in Christ, God changes our identity from orphan to son or daughter. We went from having no inheritance to being a joint heir with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul wrote about this in Romans chapter 8 and 14 to 17, when he said, Those who are led by God's Spirit are God's children. For the spirit that God has given you does not make you slaves and causes you to be afraid. Instead, the Spirit makes you God's children, and by the Spirit's power we cry out to God, saying, Father, my Father. God's Spirit joins himself to our spirit to declare that we are God's children. Since we are his children, we will possess the blessings he keeps for his people, and we will also possess with Christ what God has kept for him. For if we share Christ's suffering, we will also share his glory. Here are three simple confessions in connection with your new God-given identity that you should know and constantly speak over your life. Romans 10 and 17 says, so faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. So hearing God's word spoken over your life is the best faith building device there is. And when you speak it, an even deeper connection is made in your spirit. So identity confession number one is, I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, therefore, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away, and look, new things have come. We have two great truths here. One is your position as a believer that you are in Christ. And the other truth speaks to your character and your identity that you are a new creation. The Apostle Paul says that because you've been joined to Christ, all things have passed away and new things have come. The word new. In this context, is derived from the Greek word, kainos, which means three distinct things. It means one, new in quality, two, fresh in development or opportunity, and three, not found exactly like this before, unique. This means that as a new creation in Christ Jesus, there is a new quality of life. There's a new character, a new nature flowing through you. Your life is open to fresh opportunity and development. You can literally become, do, and have all that God says belongs to you. And you are unique and totally different than you were before. There is nothing about the new you that can be compared to the old you. You are completely brand new. Knowing this, you can confidently declare, I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. The next identity confession is, I am delivered. Colossians 1 and 13 said, The father has delivered and drawn us to himself out of the control and the dominion of darkness, and he has transferred us into the kingdom of the son of his love. There is a modern parable used as an insightful video illustration by bluefishtv.com, which examines the life of a man searching through the false promises of other religions and finding his salvation in Christ. The parable goes like this. A man fell into a hole. He fell into a hole and he couldn't get out. A traveler passed by. He told the man to meditate, to purify his mind. And when he reached Nirvana, all the suffering would cease. The man did as he was told, but it rained in the hole. A second man came. He explained that the hole didn't exist. And neither, in fact, did the man. It was all an illusion. But the man who did not exist was still stuck in the hole that was not there. The third visitor arrived. He instructed the man to perform good deeds to improve his karma. And though he might still die in the hole, he might be reincarnated as something magnificent. The fourth traveler looked down from above. He taught the man to pray five times a day, facing east and to follow five important tenets. If he was faithful, one day perhaps, the divine would set him free. The man prayed as best as he could but he was losing strength and in the hole he remained. Finally, a fifth man appeared, but there was something different about him. He called down to the man in the hole and asked if he wanted to be free. The man lowered himself into the pit. He took hold of the man and climbed out of the hole and into the light with the man on his back. The man who could not get himself out of the hole was saved. He was now free. So. How do we know that you are delivered? Because Jesus saw that we were stuck in the hole of our sins and tried as we might, we could not get out and free ourselves. So because of love, he climbed down into the hole of darkness where we were. He lifted us on his shoulders and climbed back out into the kingdom of life. Since that day, even despite our shortcomings and our mistakes, we can still boldly declare, I am delivered. Identity confession number three. I am God's masterpiece. Ephesians 2 and 10 says that, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship. We created in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do good works, which God predestined, he planned beforehand for us, taking paths, which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life, which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Paul says a whole lot, but let's pay attention to four specific things. One, you are God's masterpiece. The dictionary defines a masterpiece as a person's greatest work of art or a consummate example of skill or excellence. This implies that when God made you, he made you as one of his greatest works of art and he used the excellence of his skills to craft and shape your life and your destiny. You are God's masterpiece. The only question left to be answered is, Do you accept God's personal assessment of you? The second thing is, you are born anew in Christ. David writes in Psalms 103 and 12 that, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Paul restated God's position about your sins, which David wrote about earlier when he penned, that God says, For I will be merciful to their wrongdoing, and I will never remember their sins again. The third thing is that you are created to do good works. Works which God has pre-planned for you to accomplish even before your birth. This simply means that you are perfect for your godly assignment within the earth. It means that you are significant, useful, and that your life is filled with the purpose of God. All you need to do is embrace your assignment and ask God to live it out through you on a daily basis. Fourthly, God has prepared an ordained path for you to walk in, a path which leads to a good and a successful life because you are God's masterpiece. He has left nothing about you to chance. He has designed a clear path for you to follow during your life, a path which will ultimately lead you to the fulfillment of your destiny, the completion of your purpose, and the satisfaction of knowing that you have allowed God to do with your life what you were born to do. David said in Psalms 119 and 105, he said, your word is a lamp to guide me and a light for my path. He embraced the fact that the voice of God in his life brought wisdom to illuminate his path, to guide his steps, to ensure that he was always on the right road, headed in the right direction in his life. God has ordained the same path for your life as well. As you focus on your identity in Christ today, remember firstly that one, you are not who the world says you are. Two, you are not who you have often told yourself you are. Three, you are not identified or defined by your mistakes. The next thing to focus on in your life is that you are who God says you are. And according to God's word, 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, you are a new creation in Christ. Colossians 1 and 13, you are delivered. Ephesians 2 and 10, you are God's masterpiece. In the next upcoming episode, we want to talk about two keys for staying on your God-given assignment, especially when you're discouraged and feel like quitting. So stay tuned. Well, I hope you enjoyed this inspirational session and that it added value to you. If this episode has been a blessing to you and you want to download it, share it and bless others by passing it along, you can also grab the other free resources that we have available for you. So visit us at purposeunleash.com forward slash principles podcast. Again, that's com forward slash principles podcast. Have a great day.